huge fucking nerd. That's right, I'm a huge fucking nerd. I like lots of books and computers, cause I am a huge fucking nerd. One of a kind shades made to order by Vaporshades.com. Vaporshades designs the outer layer of the sunglasses just like a wrap on a car. They customize your sunglasses, marbling the paint. The end result is no two pair of sunglasses are alike. Yours will be completely unique to you. Check us out at Vaporshades.com. Use promo code TUTTLE for 15% off your entire order. Get ready for your daily dose of TUTTLE. Uh, the all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, TUTTLE. TUTTLE in Florida. From the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp, it's the TUTTLE Daily Podcast. No wonder nobody likes you, TUTTLE. Everything's a goddamn debate. Greetings and welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast, uh, episode 298 today, people. I'm getting closer and closer to the big 300, and I'm going to play, I mentioned this yesterday, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be playing and reviewing and kind of like air checking myself from the very, very first show that I did of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Make sure you check out my website, Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E.net. Uh, while you're there, you're going to be able to find out how you can contact me. There are, there's a couple of ways you can do that. You can give me a call. Leave me a voicemail, 407-270-3044. Once again, that is 407-270-3044. Or you can email me, Tuttle at gmail.com. I try to get back to every single person that I can. It's just getting a little bit harder the more and more that this podcast grows. Uh, Speaking of my voicemail, I got a quick one right here that I want to talk about. I want to listen to it, see what they have to say, and move on. Got a great interview coming up later on in the second segment of the show. Hey, Tuttle. Philip called once or twice before. Um was listening to Clusterfuck yesterday, and Matt Feistoy Lloyd was on. They talked about some stuff, and there was a rumor that Bubba put you up to making fun of Seth Kushner, I think his name is. I quit listening to the Bubba show, but I want you to respond to that. If you could, I know I'm not great with leaving messages and it might not be good for the air, but I'll say again, I heard rumored that Bubba put you up to making fun of Seth Kushner, his new co-host. Do you have any comments for that? Thanks, Tuttle. Love the show. Listen every day. So, yeah, I've heard about this rumor. I've been getting some DMs, some emails, people letting me know. Uh, I guess Manson on Cluster F, you know how he uh, does his Bruce Springsteen uh, Christmas thing where, you know, he he kind of like does digs on everybody. He kind of roasts everybody. And it's great. It's brilliant. I I look forward to the Springsteen Christmas thing every single year. But yeah, I, I heard that he has this theory that Bubba is paying me to make fun of the people on his show. Now, I mean, I, I can see that. It's actually, 
kind of a funny rumor, but I, I can almost guarantee, well, not almost, I can guarantee you that Bubba's not paying me, not paying me at all. Um, matter of fact, from what I've heard, he's pretty livid that I said those things about Seth Cush. And I don't want people to think, listen, the only reason that I was saying stuff about Seth was because I was a little upset. I mean, I, I've always had nothing but respect for Seth Cush, but for him to, like, block me just because I made that one little comment, Jesus Christ. I mean, Bubba used to talk about the pussification of America all the time or the pussification of this and the pussification of that. My God, the BRN definitely has turned into a bunch of pussies. Well, it... it and it's not that everybody has. Blitz isn't. K-Man isn't. I don't, I don't think Lummy is. But Seth gets treated like a double standard. And, and I said that on my own. That was my own opinion. And nobody has paid me for it. I, I can guarantee absolutely to you, or I can guarantee you that I, it's never happened. And I know, like, oh, you're you're kind of stuttering there, Tuttle. No, I'm I'm just a little dumbfounded. You you guys really think that Bubba actually talks to me? Hell no. I I've tried so many times to reach out to him, and I get I get crickets. So no, I am not getting paid by Bubba. Now, it, would it be a pretty good gig? Yeah, hell yeah. You want to pay me to be a a verbal hitman for you? And just talk mad shit about whoever you want me to. Yeah, sign me up immediately. But no, I <laughs> it's not happening. I said everything about Seth Cush because that's that's the way that I feel. I still think he's a great guy, but goddamn man, what? I mean, seriously, why? What? <laughs> Look, Seth's good, but is he is he that good that there's going to be a separate set of rules when it comes to Seth Cush? No, he, he's not that good. He he's good, but not that good. And I purposely, like, I, I knew Spice Boy was going to be on that show. And I'll be honest, guys. I really don't, I, I don't have anything against Spice Boy. He's, he's never done anything really, really bad to me. Matter of fact, if anything, Spice has had a lot of faith in me. He's given me a lot of chances. So, yeah, no, I, I really don't have anything bad to say about Spice. I'm sure he's not happy with me because when I was working with Bubba, uh, they sent me down to the courthouse for one of the public appearances that Spice had to be at. And his wife at the time, I, I, I don't even know if they're still married, but Tasha was running interference and I was trying to, and, and I got to tell you, Spice did not like bite one bit at all. I was asking some pretty messed up things and Spice did not even like blink. He did not even say a word. And I got to tell you, it's pretty impressive because usually for the for the most part, I can get under people's skin. But nope, Spice, Matt, Matt Lloyd, Spice was not breaking at all. So I'm sure he's not ha happy with me. I mean, I wouldn't blame him if he hated me. But, you know, I, I was doing what I was doing. Uh, I'm sure Spice Boy would have done the same exact thing if Bubba would have told him to go out there when Spice was working for Bubba. And and Bubba's like, hey, Spice, I need you to go out there and interview these people. Yeah, uh, Spice would have done it, for sure. So, no hard feelings, nothing personal, because it, it's not like, oh, man, I'm going to go down there and mess with Spice Boy. No, I was, I was told to do that at the time. But uh, I, I purposely did not listen to it. 
because I, I'm trying to stay away from all the negative stuff, people, because I react tenfold. I, I try to leave Scorch Earth every time when I reply to somebody, and it's ruined a lot of my relationships. It has. I mean, I'm not dumb. I'm not going to deny it. But yeah, I've ruined a lot of my personal relationships because I was voicing my opinion. So I might go back and, and listen to it, give it a listen. I, uh, I also got a couple of DMs. Uh, they were saying that, I mean, they didn't really say anything good, but they didn't really say anything bad. But I heard I, I, I came up a little bit, uh, for, well, especially from your voicemail. But I can promise you, sir, I am not getting paid by Bubba. And that's the other thing. I've been realizing, because I, I get paranoid, is it like you, your paranoia gets to a very, very bad level whenever you become the host of a show? Because it seems like every single goddamn radio host is paranoid as F. Almost to the point of, like, you would think they would be agoraphobics or something. But no. So not everybody's out to get you. Everybody's just trying to do their own thing. So, but that also goes back to the ego. Uh, I've, I've said this for a really, really long time. All radio hosts are egomaniacs uh, at some point. Yes, they are. It, it's just if you think that everybody needs to hear your voice, yes, you have some type of ego. B bigger than average type ego. And so... I don't know. Maybe maybe they think, oh, man, I'm so important. Everybody, everybody's out to get me. Everybody's trying to bring me down. And these uh, radio wars are, are pretty goddamn ridiculous. They are. Because think about this, people. Yeah, I, I'm, if I was in Bubba Shoes, yeah, I, I would be pretty pissed off. I would be pissed off of everything that happened to me. Uh, I mean, a lot of it. I mean, he kind of brought on himself, but he admits that. He really does. But I, I would be mad. But th th think about this. If Bubba would have stopped talking about this a really long time ago, uh, radio audiences, and this is no dig, people, is like the, their, their attention span is like a goddamn goldfish. They, they forget everything immediately. So, you know, Bubba keeps bringing this up. Bubba keeps talking about it. And it would just go away. It would. People, people's attention span, are, they're horrible nowadays. With, with all the stimulus going around, they will, they will forget the cheating. They will forget about the sex tape. They'll forget about the hog. Every single goddamn thing that Bubba's ever done would be forgotten about if it just was not consistently dredged up, brought up, recycled. So... I get it why he's mad, but these radio wars are, are ridiculous because, I mean, it, it's worse. I mean, the Jews and the Palestinians are like, oh, man, that bubble love sponge, Mike Calta, M Michael Waters, Matt Lloyd type deal. Oh, man. I mean, they need to chill the fuck out, man. I mean, I know we got it bad. I know we hate each other, but shit, look at some of the stuff that that radio war is doing. I mean... They are just trying to ruin each other's lives. And they really have. They have ruined everybody's life. And I used to be that guy. I used to be that guy that wants to get in on it. I'm not going to let somebody talk shit about me. No, I'm going to step up. And it, it, it does you no good because then you have enemies. 
And I've been trying to make up uh, with every single person that I've burned bridges with, and it's a lot of them. And and I've I've pretty much repaired every single one that I can. Some of them are just there's nothing left to build on. It's that is out the window. DJ nerd. I've only been arrested one time. A radio personality. Professionally, I'm not in the best position that I've ever been in. And hot talk satirizer. You would think with everything that's going on, a Caucasian like myself wouldn't be able to randomly talk to an African-American or a minority. You're listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Have you considered owning your own restaurant franchise? Good Life Organics currently offers territories across the United States. Check out GLO Franchising. That's GLO Franchising on Facebook to sign up for an overview session today. Good Life Organics Franchising, a new partner of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Tell them Tuttle sent you. Send them a message on Facebook at facebook.com slash GLO Franchising. Welcome back to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. I'm sitting out here by the water today. Uh, a lot of people would probably think this is like a uh, Zoom uh, green screen behind me, but it's not. I promise you it's not. Uh, but I got a great guest coming on. And, and I, you know, like I've been, I, a lot of my guests lately have, have been a little bit on some serious topics and stuff. Uh, and we've been talking about mental, mental illness and mental health uh, the past couple interviews that I've done. But my next guest uh, is Christian Martin. Christian, how are you, buddy? Well, fantastic. Uh, this is great. I am envious of the fact that that's not a fake backdrop. And that, <laughs> yeah. And that you're in a, you're in, you're in a beautiful place. I can tell you that. Well, cool. Christian. Now, um, I like to pitch it to the guests because I, I mean, I could talk about you, but, um, you know, you, you can always talk about yourself better, you know? So that's why I like to pitch it to the guests, uh, tell people a little bit about yourself and how they can check out your content. Yeah, so this is a this is a do the best I can and make it have it make some sense, and we can flush out wherever it is that I don't make sense. Um, right. uh, so I am by training a financial services guy, um, which makes me one of those Wall Street douchebags uh, generally. Um, yeah. you know, thirty plus years or so in the industry. Uh, one of the the glorious byproducts of going through that um, uh, and still going through it. Uh, was I worked downtown and yeah, the, the trade center area, right? The financial district right there. Bang. So I am a, I'm a nine 11 ground zero guy um, mm-hmm. that day. And then, and then obviously for years afterwards, worked down there. And unfortunately uh, some of the results of that experience are there's a whole slew of us out here who got sick uh, from that process. And so did while they, I did, I, I'm sorry to interrupt, yeah, but yeah, no, um, at, at the time, though, did they um, were they denying that it was bad around that area, or 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 were did 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 they not know? Yeah, so it 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 gives it. They were saying it was all clear, which is different than denying it's not good, right? So mm-hmm. I think in they they earnestly given given the the craziness of the time um, and really what good does it do us to start pointing fingers as you got it wrong or you got it wrong. They got it wrong. Um, but at the time, I don't think they meant to, I don't think it was totally nefarious. Um, mm-hmm. But you end up with, you know, unfortunately that day in that area uh, right there, a few thousand people passed. And what you're left with is, you know, the better part of a couple hundred thousand that are sick. 
um, as a result of all this. And so while I still have my day job and I've gone through all the, the being sick part, um, mm. I've started an effort recently to commemorate uh, the 20th anniversary, which is hard to believe it's the 20th anniversary. I know, man. Um, right, right. Uh, to do good things for that, for those of us that came through uh, and started an organization called one to tenorg um, Just recently put the, the, a lot of things came together, a lot of sponsorships, uh, corporate sponsorships, and um, and the platforms just coming together. It is a nascent website. Uh, the website's getting up and running, one to tenorg mm -hmm. um, Just starting uh, a you know, podcasts, just starting YouTube channels. Uh, so getting uh, the word out, meeting lovely folks like yourself and, and having a nice chat, all part of the process. And I'm really excited and grateful for your time. Um, so let me, I'm, I, you don't mind talking about that. Day, no, I'm you? here to talk okay. about it. Okay. Now, um, give me, give me a point of reference. So you worked in Wall Street. How, how far away from you know, building seven and, and the, the twin towers were you? Yeah. So if you've ever been in that area, there's, there was the, the, the world trade center complex to the two tall uh, yeah. towers and building seven and a few others. Then there was the West side highway, which was about a six or seven lane road. Um, I worked in the, that building next to that road, like right across mm -hmm. the street from the tower. So um, it was known as the world financial complex, world financial center. Um, across the street from the World Trade Center. So, I'm, so 75 yards um, mm. from, from the towers uh, that were you that Were you were you at work uh, oh, when, sure. when, when, the, when the planes hit and stuff? Yep, 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 uh, yep, there. And I was also there, you know, there was a, an event. Uh, in 93, right? Are you, yeah, are you in talking the about, yeah. yeah, you're so talking, there you're for talking that about too. the original one, yeah. Yeah, I was there for that too. So when the, the first plane hit, you know, my mind went right to that event rather than, oh, mm -hmm. this is a this is a random act and I hope everybody's okay. My mind went to here they go again, where they are. And I'm st I started to prepare to, to leave. Did, did you get out right away? No, I was on the second to last ferry off the island, which is perverse mm -hmm. because there were still people coming, commuting to work just as the normal course, right? They were getting in around 9, mm -hmm. 30, whenever it was. I, I was one of those idiots who got in at like seven or six thirty during the day. So I'd already spent a couple hours there and we were myself and my my group were new to leave and we're sort of saying this isn't something you want to get off the boat for. You don't want to go to work today. <laughs> Today's a get out off the island day. Um and that was I was I wasn't on that Time magazine cover. I think that was the boat after me, mm. but I was probably the boat before that. So you know, a lot of people see this on TV and stuff, and, and you see it visually, but, you know, we use all of our senses as people, you know, just vibration, sound, smell, stuff like that. Um, what, what did it sound like when those towers came down? Because, you, you know, you, you hear a little bit of that stuff, but I, I, I can't even imagine, because I, I've worked in radio all my life, and I'm, I'm a big sound guy. Yeah. Um, I, I, I almost had, I think it almost had to be like, it, it looked like a movie or, or, you know, it just was unreal. Yeah. So I'll even take it a little bit further back in time that day, the sound of, if you've, if you've ever been on a highway and, and you've heard or been near a truck trying mm. to downshift violently. Oh, they're using that Jake break, that Jake break. Yeah, you know better than me. I don't even know what the name of it is. Mm. But but that that sound 
you know, in the air amplified times whatever number times percentage is how that plane first sounded before it even hit. It was, you know, grinding down the engines, I guess, for control, I I assume. Um, And then, of course, the concussion and percussion sounds really went through your body, really cut through the the, the living quality of everything around you when when the planes hit. the plane when the buildings the first building collapsed i was across the river on the other side yeah. in okay Jersey okay so, gotcha. but you still felt it yeah you still felt the the i don't know whether it was air or earth there's a hudson river between us so i'd imagine it was mm. air uh and that was enough that was that was enough to last a lifetime in terms of memory how how long was it before you actually returned back to that area did they did they make you guys come into work or like so this is this is the issue. This is how we got sick. Um, we went back uh, to that building because my build the building I was in mm-hmm. sensibly was cleaned, um, and right next to Ground Zero, with that Ground Zero smoldered for pick a number, another ten months, twelve months. Um, yeah, because we there was went, a lot of heat. I mean, that 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 stuff was yeah. underneath the ground, and it just kept burning. It was a it was a perfect cauldron. It was this giant cement lava pit of uh, insanity. And uh, we went back right around Halloween. So cool. September 11th, pick Halloween, call it whatever that is, you know, 10 weeks. Now, um, what, 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 I, I, obviously I'm almost sure that it's, it's lung cancer, right? Or, or what mine, type of mine. cancers, what, what type of cancers are people getting from this? And, and what is it? Is it because of the asbestos in the building? Is, is that what they're finding out or just, a mixture of all types of different like chemicals and byproducts from stuff that were in the building. A lot of the technology stuff turns out is relatively carcinogenic, carcinogenic, mm-hmm. um, but not known, you know, it's not supposed to burn at 1200 degrees for, you know, however long. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and there are, I think the better part of 70 different cancers that have been linked to nine 11, um, exposure ground zero exposure um now right now we know we know all the people that initially died uh mm-hmm. and 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 uh, the plane crash and when the buildings went down the ones that were killed instantly but i i also think we also have to include the people that that died after it from from causes from that and stuff um what is the what is the toll out or are there any numbers out there like including or maybe even just after uh yeah. how many people have died well the the number of sick are but more than a hundred thousand um Oof. yeah and the number that have passed i i don't know off the top of my head but it's thousands and th- it's it's multiples of those that passed that day now with your website what what are you trying to do how are you trying to help people and in, in which ways it's it's the it's the it's the non-clinical way right the thing mm-hmm. if i had to go back and look at what was i missing when i went through my process was the 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 patient experience almost like as a brother or a friend or a, mm. a, a you know a concierge almost yeah just just to give them first of all the fact that we went through it lots of us and we're on the other side there's some practical advice i can give you but no medical advice but one of the things that's key is is where i can inject humor mm. and 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 the process of breathing and living and and knowing it's okay to have a funny moment while you matter of fact not only okay probably curative uh now it's not a comedic sight 
but yeah, there's a there's a focus on living a, a life while you're going through a horrific thing. Yeah, uh, my mom, my mom's been through and I know this is going to be a really rough one <laughs> that I'm about to give you. But like we used to I used to tell this joke and my mom and dad used to get a kick out of it because my mom, my mom's had cancer twice in her life. Okay. Um, she but but she she's beaten it both times. She had non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Um, and, and, and I, uh, used to tell this joke on the air and I said, yeah, my dad, you know, he said, yeah, it sucks that my mom was going through, you know, chemo and radiation and stuff. And she had to go through all this, but you know, if you're looking at the bright side, at least she did not have to, uh, shave her genitalia during that time. <laughs> and, and it used to get a big <laughs> laugh, but you also got to remember, I, I, uh, I go after, uh, <laughs> sick humor type jokes, but. You know, you got to You got to laugh at, at such a horrible type thing that people go through. If you can't laugh, it's just, you know, it's weird. It is weird. And it's like just I'm going to start a. Um, uh, a hyperbaric chamber series, hyperbaric chamber mm. uh, is this, you know, I'm going to go through it. I'm going to be the before and after of. And by uh, the way, I'm not scratching like a crackhead or anything. It's just that the noceums, those little gnats are out here. Sure. So I just don't want people to think, oh, watching in the camera, like, oh, man, what, what is Tuttle on right now? Uh, yeah. Absolutely nothing. It's just uh, Florida bugs. Yeah, no, I can attest I don't see any crack. <laughs> if you need me to do that. <laughs> um, now, now, what is, what, is, what is your feelings on uh, where are you? You're up in New York still, right? In New Jersey, yeah. In New Jersey. Um, medical marijuana. Yeah. I tell you, it was one of the best things that, that helped out my mom. Yeah. during her chemo yeah yeah well so i'm i'm it's clearly it has great uh healing and curative uh properties and it's a shame that it isn't just common practice for folks that because you should try just about everything when you're in the throes of of those side effects uh from chemo i mean it is yeah. horrific did you go through chemo and radiation or just chemo uh, i had the trifecta it was chemo surgery radiation yeah. And where was your what uh where was your cancer, uh, by the way? What type? It was yeah, what some, type? Mm -hmm. The diagnosis is something called thymic carcinoma, incredibly rare. Yeah. Uh, so they took the outside of my heart out, uh, most of my left lung gone. Uh wait, whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. Did you say they took out uh, the outside of your heart? Yeah, my something called Yeah, that, yeah, it does have a like a film over the top of it, but uh yeah. why why why'd they have to take that out? the the tumor wrapped around my heart and oh, built into okay. my lung so it 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 contaminated uh that part of the organ but your yeah. heart's all muscle it doesn't really like it doesn't allow for cancer really thank yeah. goodness um mm -hmm. but it set up camp in my lung and didn't want to work there now is there um a fund or anything that the government or the city of new york that has come up with to help these people um, because, you know, I, I really do think you know, that this was a national tragedy that happened yeah. and, you know, people only think about the people that died instantly and, and all the firefighters, uh, police officers that were down there pretty much for a couple of weeks straight with no sleep. Yeah. Um, and, and they did it. And you know what, even if, even, and, and that's the thing about it is even if they would have known that, Hey man pretty dangerous to be down here right now they still would have gone out there yeah yeah and and 
So there is there is something called the World Trade Center Victims Fund, um, which has been funded a couple times over now. John Stewart. Uh, yes, I was going to bring him up. What he all the work that he does yeah. is absolutely amazing. Yeah, I mean, earned his wings ten times over. Um, so that is a real thing. Uh, it has had different thresholds attached to it, different uh, proofs of proofs uh, and and of, of relevance for the for the for the individuals. And I sort of represent the third bucket of that conversation, right? There's the unfortunate people who passed that day. There's certainly the first responders. And then there's there's those of us who, in a real way, I feel like enlisted in our own way. What did we do? We went back to work mm-hmm. because the city, the state, our country needed us, wanted us to get back to normal, right? That was the heartbeat. Please go buy dinner. Go spend your money. Go, go. That's what terrorism does, right? It terrorizes you. So yeah. don't be afraid. Go back to work. It's safe. You're you're in your own way, in my own way. I felt like I was doing a patriotic duty to go back to work, go get on a boat with guys with you know automatic weapons protecting me. Yeah, take a ferry from Jersey City to New York to downtown New York to go sit in the financial you know building in Merrill Lynch at the time. Uh, so were you? And a, do work. you work at, so were you? Uh, your your stock market guy then, right? I'm a Wall Street. Yeah, I'm a more of a fixed income guy. Bond so guy. so. So, uh, you know, I know this is kind of off topic. What the, what the hell is going on right now? Uh, like, seriously, like, uh, you know, like it, it's it's mind boggling. Everybody was like, oh, the stock market is doing so well. And 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 I keep telling people, it's like, you know, there are a lot of Americans that got their money invested in the stock market. But how much of that is a representation of how well the economy is doing or or Very it is. OK, that's that's what I've been trying to tell people. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not I mean, I'm no macroeconomic, you know, wizard, yeah. but but there's you know, there are some companies that have been thriving. You'd imagine like, well, how, have you, how have you changed your life? Right. Amazon, you order. Mm-hmm. Everyone orders. Well, the rich keep getting now. richer, though. The rich keep getting richer. Though. Well, those the, the... few companies that are in those pole positions are going to dominate even more so. Like you just said, the rich get richer. And those valuations are just driving the stock market, but that is not mom and pop Main Street. No, the country we are the country's in enormous pain. And as a matter of fact, you know, them passing some of this stimulus, this COVID stimulus, when you tell people you can't go to work or you'll die, you yeah. need to have some counterbalance to that. And it is yeah. a bloodbath out there yeah. um, in the real world. So don't be fooled by what the stock market doing. Uh, Christian, man, I, I could sit here and talk to you for a while, man. But um, what what are some what's some advice? Um, like for example, when they go to your website, what what are some of the things that they're gonna learn? Uh, give give me like a couple of advice things on how you guys are helping people, and then tell people about your website and how they can find out your podcasts and stuff. Yeah, and again, the podcast we're just getting going on all that stuff, so we'll be we'll be a little bit more uh, markety ish uh, on the mm-hmm. podcast when we get going. Um, I hope, first of all, to have the backdrop you do at some point in my podcast. Oh, uh, yeah. So I can I can be, you know, I can show up in line with the best of them. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but right now, so there's some free collateral there for folks that are going through treatment. Uh, and that'll be the intent is to inform and educate. Uh, and where we can, like I said, uh, so specifically, I'm looking to uh, bring uh, my podcast themes will have uh, comedians or entertainers or musicians that have all had 
been touched by some illness and they're either mm-hmm. patients or their family members were or are. And then some stories about that, hopefully, that are just like you said, the gallows humor of your mom's genitalia. <laughs> yeah. Where we can do stuff like that, that's the key to me, is to bring that into the narrative so people that are going through it can feel A, community, uh, and then B, they can feel a, a sense of it's okay. Like mm-hmm. I can have a humble, humiliating moment. And if I can laugh about it a little bit or laugh about someone else going through it, then maybe it'll make that day a little easier. Yeah, I, um, you know, I, I, I hear a lot of people and I, and I do, I'm one of those people that positive positivity, being positive or just laughter or being in a good mood because depression, it wears on your, your health yeah. physically yeah. at some point. Yeah. So tell me about you that in that journey that led you to this, because I'm really interested in, in this, ex, not this exercise that you go through daily on the podcast. And and how it informs and helps your process. Well, I mean, I mean, I, I um, listen, I, I'm a very flawed person. I, I'm, I'm a very, very flawed person. Like I uh, been through, going through a lot of stuff this year. This year has been pretty good for me, actually. Um, I've made a lot of changes mentally and physically uh, mm-hmm. and, you know, having to help out my family and stuff. But it, it's it's starting to kind of weigh on me. I, I feel like I'm spinning my tires right now. Yeah. And and that's why I've been talking about, you know, having guests on uh, because, you know, a lot of people are dealing with tough times right now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But, uh, and and so your background is radio through and through. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've been working in radio uh, since always 19... down in Florida. Yeah, always down in Florida. Actually, I uh, I uh, almost uh, took a job at Sirius uh, up in New York, uh, which was kind of cool, but. Yeah. You know, living living down here all my life, it just you know, it's it's not it's not the place for me right now. Gotcha. <laughs> if that makes sense at all, uh, it's a isn't. great place. Yeah, New York isn't, but yeah. I mean, uh, it's a great place. So I mean, I had a lot of fun there. But yeah. you know, do I want to? Because yeah, they're going to pay me more there. But uh, you know, the amount that uh, that I'm going to be paying for rent and all that stuff, it's basically I'm getting paid the same exact thing down here. Gotcha. So I, a lifetime ago, right before I started in, um, on Wall Street, I had a little bit of time in radio, sports radio. Mm-hmm. In, uh, oh, no kidding. Over in, in Seattle, KJR Radio. And oh, so that's... there's a, a woman who showed up there who I was her producer uh, and a little bit of field work uh, when she didn't want to go. Um, the fabulous sports babe. Oh, yes, yes, yes. She was in Tampa for a while. Yep, I, yeah, I know. So I, know. So I was sports boy. I was. Oh, no kidding. If you ever read her book, Babes in Toyland or something, um, I'm sports boy. So I was, you know, I spent a couple of years working for her. I, Uh, uh, I liked her. I mean, she was great, man. Like, I'm not trying to be like Texas, but like not a lot of women can work. She was great, man, because, you know, when you when you that uh demographic that male 25 to 50 but like she could hang man she was yeah, really no, good i, I was liked a, i was obviously a fan I, I worked for i was a producer for almost two years uh and mm-hmm. then i moved back east but i i i heard and read uh intermittently she took ill um over the years and i've been trying to find that. her i've been trying to find I, her i tell you what i'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna ask around and and see what i can do i might i might have some context to be able to reach oh, that'd be very generous thank reach. you and, and I'll, I'll get my producer to reach out to you. So uh, once again, Christian, Martin, tell people uh, where they can go to your website. 
one to ten dot org and now uh, that's the number one two then and the then, T-O and, then, and the number yeah. ten yeah so i i didn't want people to spell out one uh, one uh-huh. o, or you know o and e two and then ten you know so but it is the number two and then number ten right and where that comes from is for you know five years is, and and if anyone can recall going into a doctor's office or nurse's office as they start to interview you they almost always start with or for me they did on a scale of one to ten your pain tell me about your pain yeah and so that's that's where that comes from one to 10. and they give you that that you know and then when you're in the hospital room they got those like cartoon smiley faces like the one is like <laughs> and then the other one's like you know it's crying and it's like Argh. uh so so yeah they they have those but uh well, good, man. I, I'm, I, you, you look like you're in great health right now. I mean, every, okay. everything. I knock on whatever. All, good. All right, man. No complaints. Christian, Christian, I really enjoyed this interview and uh, I'm going to get this up later today. Okay. Take care, brother. From the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp. Man, maybe I would have way more sex partners in my life if I just threw caution to the wind. It's the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Tuttle's Daily Podcast is brought to you by StitchYouUp.com. For your embroidery, screen printing, vinyl, and direct-to-garment printing needs, visit StitchYouUp.com. StitchYouUp specializes in custom caps, shirts, decals, and anything you want to personalize. Whether it's one item or large orders, they can handle any size. Unsure about what you want? Let StitchYouUp help you with your logo design. Visit StitchYouUp.com. Or contact them, eric at stitchyouup.com. Stitch You Up, definitely not your grandma's embroidery. Welcome back to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. I haven't caught up with my good friend, Charlie Alamo, and I wanted to talk a little bit about of the year and see how he's doing. Charlie, how are you, man? I'm doing well, Tuttle. How's everything going with the podcast? Like you said, I haven't been on in a while. Yeah, I mean, it's... It's going okay, man. I, I'm just starting to get a little like, you know, this year hasn't really been that bad for me. But like the last month, month and a half, it's it's been kind of crappy. It's it's starting to build on me. I I don't know what what is it with you. Um, I would actually say the opposite. The last month has been pretty good. The last few weeks, I've just been like, let's get into the new year and get this other stuff going. Now there's this possible free government money that everybody's going to be dancing on the roof of their car that when they get that, even though it might not be as much as people want, it'll still be, you know, you're still getting money. I so. haven't gotten shit from the government. I didn't even get that original $1,200. Oh, you didn't? I did, but I had to spend all mine on medical uh, stuff because I got bit by that dog, breaking up that dog fight. So I basically. Oh, I thought you were going to say you spent it on medical marijuana. I wish I could have. Believe me, I should have at this point. I was like, God damn, the amount of money that I dog bit you. Um, I don't know what the one breed is. It's like a mixed breed, and then this the one of the neighbors' dogs. They got into a fight right in front of my niece, so I was like, All right, no, none of this. And then when I looked down, I was like, Oh no, the tip of my finger's hanging off. Yeah, I don't get involved in dog fights just like I, I don't get in. I don't get involved in white trash couples fighting with each other because that's always going to be like bad for you. Like you think you're helping the woman, but or the woman, and you're standing up to the man, and then all said and done, the woman's most likely beating your ass by the end of it as well, too. Yeah, I don't get into domestic squabbles. 
people can fight, I'll just sit there and watch it. Yeah, I pretty much ignore it. It sucks to be able to watch, but you just you're like, ah, hey, let them. Oh, I don't out. sit there like gawking or whatever. I'll just keep doing like the other day. Um, I was in I forget what store, and these two people were fucking fighting, and I was like, ha <laughs> like laughing about it, but just like getting the shit that I wanted to get and then got the fuck out of there, like, not making a big deal about it. Still, like, looking over me like, oh, Christ, they're still fighting in here? Holy shit. Yeah, you don't want to get caught in the crossfire, man. Uh, I remember the first time I rode the New York subway. and I was with Ron Bennington, and he was like, yeah, you just, you got to ignore everything that you see, because you're going to see some crazy shit on here. Oh, yeah, I saw all kinds of crazy shit riding the subway in New York. It was fucking... Yeah, you do. You just keep your head down and do whatever until you get the one guy. Attention, ladies and gentlemen. I was robbed at a men's health club. I need (laughs) to get an ID or social security card. And you're like, oh, God. Dude, I mean, you still get those in the small little towns, too, man. Every every so often when I go to the Sunoco here in Oak Hill, uh, I get some dude trying to sell me fake jewelry because he needs gas money to get something. Oh, I was going to say, they do it outside of Walmarts now with the signs, and they're not even that creative. They're just lazy signs, like, used to be veteran. Well, fuck, man, if you were really a veteran, you can go get yourself some assistance, and you'll be off the street. You're just a fucking liar trying to use a veteran saying. And the does other, honesty, does the honesty other, work with you? Like, if somebody's like, yeah. I just need money for a beer. Yeah, I would totally, I'd be like, what kind of you drink? I'll go get you a fucking sixer right yes. now. Exactly, you know. I, uh, you know, when I did that, uh, fundraiser thing with, uh, Naomi Bradshaw, uh, the guy, he let me use his board and everything. I was like, hey, how much do I owe you? And he was like, hey, just, uh, buy me two packs of cigarettes and, like, a pack of Mike Card lemonade and stuff. And I'm like, okay, cool. And I was like, this, this is the cheapest engineering, uh, gig that I've ever had to pay for. Oh, yeah. It's, it's great when people just want booze and cigarettes. Now, while we're on uh, Mike Card Lemonade, what about this uh, Twisted Tea thing, man? That that seems like the weapon of choice now for minorities, and, and, and I kind of dig it a little bit. Yeah, that fucking, that, he, what a fucking white trash piece of shit. Like, who the fuck do you think you are? You're just going to get in some dude's face. Poor guy's buying one can of Twisted Tea. You know he wants to fucking get more than that, but he's fucking broke, too, like everybody else is, you know, just trying to get through. And he's got to fucking be called racial slurs by the fucking a dude who is whiter than Casper the Friendly Ghost. And it's just fucking ridiculous. I mean, the guy had to have been oblivious because if you saw that video when he when he twirls the tea and drops it and the and the white dude let him pick it up. And I was like, oh, come on, man. You got to see from a mile away. He plans on his intentions are using that for a goddamn weapon. I love when it explodes, though. That's pretty sweet. After it hits him in the fucking head. I gotta tell you, though, the guy can take a punch, though. Like, it it did not knock him I, out. It definitely dazed him, but I gotta tell you, man, he, he carried that punch with the twisted teeth pretty well. I think the only reason why is, like you just said before, I think he was fucked up on something. Because he fucking, he had those fucking wobbly legs, like when a boxer gets knocked the fuck out. He was barely, he's like, you got me, you got me. Like, fucking, he was done. He was out on his fucking feet, dude. Yeah, and, and the thing is, is that the uh, black dude could have, like, just destroyed him even more. But he actually, I think at one point, he actually kind of felt bad for him because the guy would, would had no fight in him after he takes that fucking uh, twisted seeds at the melon. 
I would have yelled hit him again because that's fucking bullshit. That dude should have got walloped. He's just lucky that the fucking the black uh, gentleman was in the know how not to fucking hit him when he got back up and was all like doughy, all fucking deer legged. If yeah. you would have him right there, that's how you go down for like manslaughter or some stupid fucking charge because of that shit. Other than that, that dude was completely in the fucking right. He should have smashed that dude in the fucking down to zero with that T like he did. Because there's uh, no there's no reason for that fucking behavior. You know, you bring up manslaughter. You know, when you're a kid and stuff, you really don't think about fighting. But think of the fight. Like, we always, like, fought on concrete sometimes. You see a lot of these World Star videos. And how easily our lives could have been ruined in a fight back in the day. Like, if you hit somebody and they, like, bust their head on the concrete. Or I saw a kid one time, they had these big uh, railroad ties that they used for a, like, planter thing at the school in Lincoln. And yeah. fucking this kid got knocked the fuck out and hit that in his head fucking hit that. Just imagine if his neck would have been a little further up. He would have completely a uh, million dollar babied himself. Oh, yeah, man. I almost did that on Bubba's show, too. When when we were doing Shock the Cock. Oh, no. I, uh, I had the head of my penis uh, taste. And I passed out, and, like, I felt, like, maybe uh, half a foot away from my head hitting a stool. Good Lord. Yeah, Isn't that... that, that... The, the Bubba did so much gay stunts and stuff, had, like, gay stunts and shit back in the day, but now that it's socially acceptable, he doesn't have any of them. Yeah, I know. That's that that's the mind-blowing thing. Um, Vice was actually on a cluster out yesterday, and... Show. Oh. I thought he was done doing uh, any sort of podcasts or tell-alls or anything like that i have no idea i don't even I have no idea i didn't even listen to it though um i'm sure i got thrown under the bus a little bit but i i, I might go back and, and check it out but that's the other thing is that their twitch i i'm not gonna sign up for a subscription just to watch it exactly i can't i can't get behind that i'm not gonna fucking not only that, like, I'll be completely honest. I will not even sign up for it, nor am I going to go on there and convert my fucking dollars into bits, which sounds retarded to give these fucking people any money. I will not do that <laughs> at all. I'll well, watch the free stream if, if it's on and if I happen to catch it, but that's about it. And I don't I don't even have Twitch on anything anymore. I took it yeah, off because that's a waste of time. How's the uh, COVID up there in uh, the great state of Montana? There's still cases of it. It's not too rampant. Where I work now, they're fucking really crazy about it. So, like, I mean, you have to take a fucking a health assessment before you go in there. So I have to, like, go onto this app and fucking fill out this shit to make sure that I'm not feeling any illness or anything like that. So it's quite fucking easy to take a day off if you need one. Are <laughs> you like, going to get the vaccine? Um, I don't know. I mean, if it becomes mandatory, yeah, I guess. They'll never be able to make it mandatory, though. Yeah, watch it. They're going to start down there in Florida first. Yeah, well, I mean, our governor is just the biggest piece of shit you'll ever see. Well, there hasn't been a very many good governors of Florida. I got to tell you, Walton, Lawton, Childs. Can't forget about Walton, Lawton, Childs. I thought you were a big uh, Jeb Bush fan. Well, no. Uh, Lon Childs actually had one of the best nicknames. They called him the Heacoon. Oh, my God. I don't know why, but I mean, I got to tell you, that's a pretty badass name, Heacoon. I 
It's better than Shikun. Yeah, but you know, also Walkin Lot and Childs. That, that's why they called him Walkin Lot and Childs. Was that he pretty much walked the whole state of Florida, going around from place to place, meeting people. Now I don't believe it because you got to tell me that this guy walked all over the place. I mean, he was getting right something. Oh yeah, somebody was picking him up. The campaign people or something. You know, people that worked for him. And you got to sure. remember. This is before social media, so, like, it, a lot of stuff wasn't being documented. So he could have easily, like, gotten right. Oh, yeah. He probably didn't even fucking do it. He just hopped in a van. He started out, and then as soon as he ran around a corner where people couldn't see him, he fucking jumped into a van and drove the rest of the way. Bang. Yeah, and, until and, he was and, technically be there. And, and the most ironic thing, he died of a heart attack on a treadmill. See? That's it, 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 too much running, man. You got to watch out for the exercise. Some exercise is good, but all that running is not good. Yeah, we we uh, one of my other favorite governors was Charlie Chris because I, I just say him. Charlie, yeah, because Charlie every, everybody thought he was gay, though, for a while. You know that like that big rumor was all around there about him being homosexual. Well, I thought it would be great. He certainly didn't look like he was. That the was, guy had the deepest, darkest tan you'll ever see in the world. I know. Too. It was crazy. He was uh, governor when I lived down in Florida. And what's crazy is when you have, like, silver gray hair, it makes your tan look even darker. Yeah, it does. Well, he looked like um, he looked like a typical South Floridian. Yeah. I got to tell you, man, working at that tanning salon that me and my wife had, you know, you can only take cleaning sweat off of the beds and especially the people that would come in sometimes that maybe didn't take care of themselves holy crap it it was like bait bo i bet that's horrendous they stink to begin with and then what do they think that's going to happen it's magically going to dissipate yeah and the other thing was like the the italians they would come in and they they eat heavy on the garlic oh my god yeah, that's not going to be good. There must have been some nice-looking trim that came in there, though. Oh, no, there was a, there was a lot. Um, And I did all the spray tanning for the dudes. You know that, right? Like, I, I spray tanned all the dudes. Of course you did. You probably signed right up for it. Well, but, but get this, though. I've, I've told this story before, but you would you would use uh, dick tongue. We had dick tongue because you'd have to stretch out the junk because you would get, you would get uh, these, like, lines on a flaccid penis if you sprayed it like when it gets erect you're, you're just gonna have tan and then it's just gonna look like a zebra so then you would get done and there'd be these weird little tan tan lines around your nose where you were sniffing the dick tongs <laughs> no no but you, you would you'd have to grab the head and stretch it out a little bit and then well sometimes they would it oh, was yeah. very very weird i bet so what happens if somebody goes in there and they're rock hard uh it makes my job easier yeah, I guess that's true. You're like, all right, well, that was in and out. Yeah. Uh, so what are some of the biggest, like, stories? Because I know you don't, like, like to get political and stuff like that. But, like, give me your top three, because it's been a pretty crazy year. What would be your top three stories? Um, I would probably say, remember Greta Thornburg? Yeah, nobody oh, does. Oh, yeah. Yeah. About her now. She's fucking, that was the beginning of the year shit. Then COVID happened, then Trump election scandal happened, and then I guess we're getting Sleepy Joe, which I like that nickname. I don't care yeah. if it's mean. That guy looks like he could take a nap at any moment, which is oh, not yeah. a bad 
interesting. I'm for naps, but when you're a president, I don't know. That's why I've been working on, I think, the biggest move of my life. I'm going to be the first person to move from my parents' house to the White House. I'm going straight <laughs> up, and I'm not going to take no for an answer. I might, you know, take, a lot- I might take a few maybes and a couple handshakes, but that's about it. A lot of people, um, you know, they uh, forget about Kobe Bryant, too. And I got a lot of heat for some of the posts that I made because I was like, yeah, let's all feel bad about a uh, rich, famous athlete that feels like he's too good and entitled to sit in traffic like the rest of the people. And he's got to take a helicopter everywhere. Helicopters are death traps. Rich motherfucker died because of fog. He could have drove through it. Yeah, and that's the other thing. Like, I mean, you flying on a helicopter all the time ended up taking your daughter with him and, like, five other people. Well, shit. You know what? If you, What about the five other people? Think how fucking... I'd be fucking pretty happy if I was like, yeah, I died on a fucking helicopter with Kobe Bryant, motherfucker. Where else are you going to die? You're You're just a normal Joe. You're never going to have the basketball accolades that he had. You're one of the people that Kobe, you're never going to be remembered. Nobody's going to care because you're going to be like, oh, my God, Kobe Bryant. Remember when he died and those other people? Do you but, think he do you think he got away with rape? Um, oh, in Denver. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, no, I don't think he raped that chick. I think exactly like Chappelle said, that bitch was fucking loose. She showed up there with Noah's Ark in her panties when she showed up to court. So. And she yeah. was she, she got around and not that that's a bad thing. You can do people are allowed to do whatever they're going to do. But I don't think he raped anybody. Now, that chick that Ben Roethlisberger attacked a few years ago, I'm pretty sure something funky went down Wait, there. But he has more than one accusation. Oh, yes. I thought he does. I mean, where there's smoke, there's fire, buddy. I mean, like, I mean, I, I, I think maybe one I could say, oh, that bitch is lying. But man, the second one, it's like, oh, man, we might need to go back and look at that other one. But you know what? You never heard anything else about it again. And he's been, you know, pretty much you don't hear anything about Ben Roethlisberger unless he's injured. You know, a story that got hyped up a lot that never really became anything. The murder hornets. Everybody was like all on the murder hornet tip for like a week or two there. And it really never like materialized into anything. No, there was more articles than there were actual attacks from the murder hornets. Yeah. All right. It was like, hey, what can we do to get people's minds off of COVID for just a little bit? Yes, Murder Hornets. I think Charlotte should change their name to the Murder Hornets. Oh, that would be a bad. I mean, it would be. It would be. It's like because, a red, and it's even pissed off, more mad looking than the normal Hornet. Yeah, because that that Hornet that they have as their logo, it's like, ah, eh, I mean, I, I I'm not intimidated by that at all. No, the worst is the Pelicans. Come on. Oh, yeah. they, couldn't come, they couldn't do, like, the New Orleans... They're, like, the New New Orleans levees or something like that. A little levee breaking in the background. Oh, the Ninth Ward. The Ninth Ward. You know, because that was the one that, that everybody said that they, uh, they accidentally... Or they, they purposely blew up one of the levees. Well, when the levee breaks... I, apparently, Led Zeppelin used to say that. Well, what about this, though? Chevy, I, I drove my Chevy to the levee. Or what was that? Uh, American yeah. Pie. I'm, I'm completely yeah. off on that one. But that levee was dry. So basically, he went out to a dry fucking reservoir to do what? Like, uh, 
getting fucked up. Yeah, it I guess so. There. I've always wanted, you know, like you'll see in all these movies and stuff where all the kids, they go hang out at like a uh, a lake that they had uh, dug yeah. up. Yeah, you know, and they just there, throw shit in there. It's funny that you bring that up. There wasn't one that they throw it in. Uh-huh. Little man-made pond in Great Falls that all the kids <laughs> back in the day used to go and party at and mm-hmm. hang out. And there's like little trees and little alcove and stuff like that. And apparently a couple people got killed out there. Back yeah. in, it's called the day. Somebody was I, running, slashing throat. I'm multitasking right now. I'm getting my dad. Dad, how'd your appointment go? Good. All right. Yeah. Say hi to Charlie. Hello, Charlie. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He said, "Is it cold in Montana right now?" It, no, it's actually pretty warm today. Um, it's supposed to get down in the twenties again, down and then to back down to the teens. So. Well, cool. Well, let me get my dad in the truck, Charlie, and and uh, maybe we uh, might need to continue this another day since we got cut a little short here. That's fine. We'll get a hold of it and figure it, figure the stuff out. But uh, congratulations on coming up on your 300th episode, and uh, we'll talk soon. Well, thanks, Charlie, man. I'll talk to you soon, buddy. <laughs> For today. Thanks for listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, don't be a dickhead. Do us a favor like, share, and subscribe to the show. Also, check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. The Tuttle Daily Podcast is brought to you by the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp. You want some cool ass sunglasses? Check out vaporshades.com. Also brought to you by stitchyouup.com, pocketpairclub.com. Special thanks to show intern Hannah and Charlie Alamo for their contributions. Additional imaging and production is provided by CCA Productions. Facebook.com slash CCA Productions presents. Show voiceover service is brought to you by jcvoiceover.com. That guy's got a damn sexy voice. You should hire him. Check out jcvoiceover.com. If you want to help support the show, go to paypal.me slash title on the radio. Comments? concerns or do you just want to let tuttle know he's being a dickhead tuttle at gmail.com that's tuttle with two d's at gmail.com to follow all of tuttle's social media go to tuttle.net thanks again for all your support and we'll see you tomorrow on the tuttle daily podcast hey yo terry what's going on